My name is Pat Byrne, and welcome to my Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series. In Wedding Music Made Easy, I will be giving you some great tips for choosing your wedding music. As a church musician and pianist, I have had many years of experience planning and playing for weddings. I look forward to sharing all that I have learned with you in my Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series. Hello again, brides and grooms. This is Pat Byrne with today's episode of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series, The Heart of the Matter. I'm glad that you are joining me again today as we continue to explore the music for your wedding ceremony. In the previous two episodes in the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series, we looked at the processional, which begins the wedding ceremony, and the recessional, which ends the ceremony. Today, it is time for us to get serious as we take a good look at the music for the middle of your wedding ceremony. I'm calling this episode the heart of the matter because that is really what it is, the music that comes immediately after the exchange of vows. This is truly a solemn and sacred opportunity for you both and your family and friends to reflect on the dawn of your new lives together. And the music that you choose for this serious moment should definitely reflect that feeling or mood. In most weddings today, what we are talking about happening at this moment is a unity ceremony. I would say that nearly every non-church wedding that I play for has a unity ceremony. And many of the weddings that I do play in a church setting also have a unity ceremony as well. But that all will depend on your denomination. Some pastors will discourage or sometimes even forbid you having a unity ceremony during your wedding service. But as I mentioned in the very first episode of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series, it is impossible for me to touch on the practices of every religious denomination. However, while I may be talking today about the music for a unity ceremony, rest assured that everything that I say would also hold for any music used during the middle of any wedding ceremony. Quite often, the denominations that frown on the use of a unity ceremony will have a similar quiet moment following your exchange of vows and call it something different. Traditionally, there are a number of names for these moments, such as offertory, or meditation, or something like that. The unity ceremony is a fairly recent development in the history of wedding ceremonies, so there is still no definitive unity ceremony music. You will have quite a bit of freedom on what style of music you choose. Most unity ceremonies are centered around the lighting of candles, but that is not always the case. In the last year, I have played for unity ceremonies that have used sand, and on one occasion, one even used a bottle of wine sealed in a box along with two love letters. The wine and love letters were to be sealed away and opened only at the time of the couple's first argument. Now, since the candle version of the unity ceremony is undoubtedly the most popular, that is what I will concentrate on today. The first part of a unity ceremony using candles often comes earlier, at the end of the mother's entrance, just before the entrance of the bridal party. I will talk about this option in much more detail in Episode 5 of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series. For most unity ceremonies using candles, there are three candles, 
two tapers or smaller candles, and one larger, perhaps a pedestal candle, in the middle. The candles are all placed on a table just a few steps away from where the exchange of vows takes place. Shortly after your exchange of vows, the officiant will introduce or describe the unity ceremony to your family and friends. Then the two of you will walk slowly together to the table where the candles are located and use the flame from the two tapers or smaller candles to light the center candle. This is a beautiful way to symbolize not only the union of the two of you in marriage, but also the uniting of your two families. As you may remember, the music for the processional was slow and stately, and the music for the recessional was joyous and faster. For the unity ceremony, the music that you pick should be quiet and thoughtful, in keeping with this special moment in your lives. There are many, many variations on the text used for the unity candle ceremony. Here is my wife Connie reading a version that she wrote specially for this podcast. Bob and Karen have chosen the Unity Candle Ceremony as a beautiful symbol of their love and commitment. The side candles represent each of them as unique, special people. The center candle represents the uniting of them as husband and wife. Marriage is the coming together of these two separate people, to love one another, sparking devotion, warmth, and commitment as they walk through life hand in hand. Bob and Karen take the lighted side candles and use them to light the center candle. Although you remain as individuals, you now begin a marital partnership, a single path lit by your love for each other. Thank you, Connie. Now, as beautiful as the symbolism and text of the unity ceremony are, they can be further enhanced with the addition of appropriate music. So let's have Connie read her text again, but this time I will play J.S. Bach's Arioso to show you how appropriate music will greatly enhance this special moment of your wedding ceremony. Bob and Karen have chosen the Unity Candle Ceremony as a beautiful symbol of their love and commitment. The side candles represent each of them as unique, special people. The center candle represents the uniting of them as husband and wife. Marriage is the coming together of these two separate people to love one another, sparking devotion, warmth, and commitment as they walk through life hand in hand. Bob and Karen take the lighted side candles and use them to light the center candle. Although you remain as individuals, you now begin a marital partnership, a single path lit by your love for each other.
Well, I hope that you could hear how the music really enhanced Connie's reading of the unity ceremony. Now, J.S. Bach's Arioso, which is what I just played, is a perfect example of what I think music at this time of your ceremony should sound like. It is quiet and thoughtful. Also, as you just heard, the music for the unity ceremony needs to be very short. For most weddings, this special moment will last only about a minute, minute and a half. That is one reason why I recommend that you have the music played while the officiant introduces and describes the unity ceremony. If you only have the music played while the two of you are lighting the middle candle, there won't be enough time for the music to develop an effect. So here is how I think you should plan to use your unity candle music. As you just heard, the music should start a few seconds before the officiant begins reading the unity ceremony text. Then the music should continue quietly in the background while the text is read, and then as the two of you light the middle candle. Finally, as the two of you return to your place, the music should wind down and end a few seconds after you are in your spot. Of course, if you follow my suggestion, you will first need to check with the officiant ahead of time to be sure that he or she is comfortable with music being played while the unity ceremony introduction is being read. Most officiants will be fine with that, but you should still check with your officiant just to be sure. Also be sure that your musician has the skill needed to play the music quietly and thoughtfully in support of the reading. There is a wide variety of music of all styles to choose from, that will not only be quiet and thoughtful, but short as well. Let me play for you a couple more pieces by J.S. Bach that would work nicely. The first one is the famous air on the G string, which I'll play using my piano and a string setting. The second piece by Bach that would work nice for the unity ceremony is his Prelude in C, which I'll play on my Nord keyboard using a harp sound. There's one other piece of classical music that I'd like to play for you, 
And this one's been associated with weddings for many, many years. It's Franz Schubert's Ave Maria, which was written about 200 years ago. It, too, would make a good accompaniment for a unity ceremony. Although, as you'll hear, the Ave Maria by Schubert is a very dramatic piece, and it is longer. It takes about two and a half minutes to play through it, and there really isn't any way to cut it down from that. So if you're looking for a traditional piece and you're planning on a longer text being read for your uh, unity ceremony, Ave Maria would be a good choice. I'm going to have Connie slow down her reading a little bit, and you'll see how it fits. Bob and Karen have chosen the Unity Candle Ceremony as a beautiful symbol of their love and commitment. The side candles represent each of them as unique, special people. The center candle represents the uniting of them as husband and wife. Marriage is the coming together of these two separate people to love one another, sparking devotion, warmth, and commitment as they walk through life hand in hand. Bob and Karen take the lighted side candles and use them to light the center candle. Although we remain as individuals, you now begin a marital partnership, a single path lit by your love for each other. So I added some spaces there to Connie's original text, which was about a minute, and made it like two and a half minutes. But you could hear that it's a great piece for a unity ceremony or a great piece for meditation or other parts, quiet parts of uh, your uh, wedding ceremony. And if you want to use a longer song, you can. You just have to work out with the uh, officiant that you're going to do that and be sure that you use a longer text. The famous Broadway musical West Side Story by Leonard Bernstein also includes a wonderful wedding song, One Hand, One Heart. It has a perfect lyric for the unity ceremony, and you may even want to print the lyric in your program. Here are the words. Make of our hands one hand. Make of our hearts one heart. 
Make of our vows one last vow, only death will part us now. Make of our lives one life, day after day one life. Now it begins, now we start, one hand, one heart, even death won't part us now. On occasion, when a powerful song like this is chosen as part of their unity ceremony, couples will want to have it sung by a soloist. This will certainly add an extra minute or two to the unity ceremony, which is fine. The musician should play the song quietly during the officiant's introduction. Then the soloist can begin singing the song as soon as the two of you begin walking over to light the unity candle. Here's what about a minute of One Hand, One Heart sounds like when played as a piano solo. A very simple introduction. And then I would have the officiant begin the text here. with a soloist, you would have the musician play this music in the background until it's time for you to go and light the candles and then the singer would begin when the officiant is done with the text. It should probably be right about now. extra time for the lighting of the candle because there are times when it doesn't go as smoothly as you would hope. So by now the candles are lit and you both quietly walk back to where you started, where you had exchanged the vows, and the musician winds the song down. Bernstein's One Hand, One Heart was very popular for a number of years, long before uh, we had anything called a unity ceremony. But it is a perfect song, I think, for a unity ceremony, and I'm really hoping that more brides will pick it. It's a lovely song and uh, fits perfectly for that moment in your life. Now, if you've listened to the earlier episodes of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series, you know that I always like to begin with classical music to teach you principles of what we're talking about with each moment in your wedding ceremony, whether it's the processional, the recessional, or now the unity ceremony. So I think now you have the general idea, introduction, text, and then close it. It's very simple. Well, let's move on to some more popular music, and let's start with some country songs. Now, last year I've played three country songs for Unity Ceremonies, and they've all worked out real well. I've played Bless the Broken Road by Rascal Flatts. I've played I Cross My Heart by George Strait. And From This Moment On by Shania Twain. So let's see how From This Moment On fits when you use it for a Unity Ceremony. Nice, simple introduction, which is always very good for a Unity Ceremony. So as we start the verse, here is where I would have the text being read by the officiant.
there's two verses. So if you're really uh, pinched for time and you want to make this shorter, I would just eliminate one of the verses. Right now I'm playing the second verse. This version is going to be about two minutes long. I would say the text should be done about the time you get to the chorus of the song, which is right here. So you're lighting the candle. Again, you always want to allow a little extra time because sometimes the candle is a little bulky to get uh, lit. So that's the end of the chorus. Now we're going into the third verse. So you should be walking back to your place. Your musician should be able to wind the song down at any point here. And I'm going to start winding it down right about here. So you're back at your places. Your maid of honor is helping to straighten out your dress. And the song should fade out. As I hope you can hear, as long as the music can be played quietly and thoughtfully, it should work for your unity ceremony, no matter what style it is in. I have used several pop songs to accompany unity ceremonies recently. Adele's Make You Feel My Love, Christina Perry's A Thousand Years, and I Swear. Now, I Swear is kind of a oldie by now. It was a huge hit about 20 years ago, when it was a country hit for John Michael Montgomery, and also an R&B hit for All for One. I really like I Swear as a song, and it works really well for a unity ceremony song. I'm going to ask Connie to read her text again while I play I Swear. Bob and Karen have chosen the Unity Candle Ceremony as a beautiful symbol of their love and commitment. The side candles represent each of them as unique, special people. The center candle represents the uniting of them as husband and wife. Marriage is the coming together of these two separate people to love one another, sparking devotion, warmth, and commitment as they walk through life hand in hand. Bob and Karen take the lighted side candles and use them to light the center candle. Although we remain as individuals, you now begin a marital partnership, a single path lit by your love for each other. What a nice combination of text and music, 
And that's what a unity candle ceremony is all about. You want to find music that matches the text that the officiant will be reading. Now, please remember that while we've been talking specifically about unity candle ceremonies, everything that I have suggested to you about using quiet, thoughtful music during the middle of your wedding ceremony will work whether you are using sand or candles, or even if you aren't having a unity ceremony. If you are planning any sort of a meditative moment during your wedding, any of these songs should work. I would like to close with two more Unity Ceremony songs since they are really personal favorites of mine. The first is Paul Stuckey's Wedding Song, also known as There is Love. This beautiful song has scripturally based words, so it fits perfectly what we're talking about today. The only problem with Stuckey's wedding song for a unity ceremony is that it is a little bit too long, and it would be hard for the musician to cut down, especially if it's being sung. I did want to mention Paul Stuckey's wedding song to you, though, just in case you are thinking of either having a longer unity ceremony or if you might have another part of your wedding ceremony where you will need a terrific three-minute song. It really is a terrific song, so if you aren't familiar with it, I hope you look it up, Paul Stuckey's Wedding Song, also known as There is Love. My other personal favorite for a unity ceremony is Peter Gabriel's version of The Book of Love. The song was written by Magnetic Fields, but it's Gabriel's version that has been the most popular, I think, and it was used for the Scrubs finale in 2009. And there's also an awesome version of Gabriel's The Book of Love on YouTube by Carol Mendoza. Mendoza's images really capture the spirit of the song and the meaning of this special moment in your lives together. Watch that video and you'll see what I hope will be your future. A long, rewarding life together, measured in decades, not just years. Here's the Book of Love as a piano solo. By now, I hope you know what's going to happen. This is the introduction. The officiant is getting ready. It goes through this phrase twice for the introduction. You can use only once if you want to shorten it. But this is the end of the introduction and the start of the first verse, which is where I would recommend that the officiant begin reading your text for the unity ceremony. And here's the chorus. So at this time, you should be finishing up the text and the two of you should be walking over to light the candles. We're back to a verse. And in this version, I'm gonna be winding it down pretty soon. Remember the big variable with the unity ceremony if you're using candles is the actual lighting of the candle, which seems pretty straightforward, but you can trust me that if anything is going to be messing up the timing, it's going to be the lighting of the candle, which is no big deal, but uh, the musician should be able to extend or shorten uh, the music as appropriate.
Well, thanks for joining me again today to explore the music for your wedding. The first four episodes of the Music Made Easy podcast series have covered, in about an hour, the three main parts of your wedding ceremony music. The processional, the recessional, and today, the music in the middle. The next two episodes of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series will explore the music that leads up to your entrance down the aisle. This is called prelude music. In episode 5, I'll talk specifically about the entrance of your mother and your bridal party. In episode 6, I'll help you with selecting the prelude music that will welcome your family and friends to the celebration of your marriage. If your wedding will be in the Chicagoland area, Milwaukee, Madison, the Fox Valley, or the Dells, I would be honored to be your wedding musician. I would love to personally work with you on planning your wedding. You can inquire about my availability or request a free quote on my website, burnpiano.com. That's B-Y-R-N-E-P-I-A-N-O.com. On my website, you can also listen to sample recordings of my playing as well as other resources to help you with planning for your wedding. The Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series is totally supported by listener donations. If you found today's podcast of value to you in planning your own wedding, I hope that you will consider making a donation to help support this series. You can make your donation on my website, burnpiano.com. That's B-Y-R-N-E-P-I-A-N-O.com. Just click on the podcast tab in the menu bar. Finally, I would like Wedding Music Made Easy to be as helpful to you as possible. Your specific questions and comments are always welcome. You can contact me through my website, or you can email me, pat at burnpiano.com. That's P-A-T at burnpiano.com. I will do my best to answer your question, and if your question is of general interest, I will be happy to make it part of a future Wedding Music Made Easy podcast. Thanks for listening to this Wedding Music Made Easy podcast, and happy planning! The entire contents of this podcast are copyright by the Studio of Musical Arts, LLC, all rights reserved. Any copyrighted material used in the making of this educational podcast series remains the property of the original copyright owner.